time to rejoin the conversation. So we are back. Uh, before we uh, uh, before we get into party politics, I actually had another story I remember. Uh, so this is high school. So first story is grammar school. This is high school. Not my fight, actually. So my mom moves me out to one of the suburbs in Chicago. And uh, when I first get there, I am one of... 11 black kids in the school. And I think I actually made 11 when I got there. So uh, one day, uh, me, uh, I forget the one girl's name, it's other chick named Lisa. We're all walking down the hall. Oh, and it was a brother and sister, me and Lisa. We're walking down the hall, and some stoners say some shit that they think well, I don't think they actually thought it was under their breath, but they were trying to pretend it was under their breath. And basically, like, you know, like, who let these niggers in? And uh, Lisa, who was the um, who was the quintessential pretty girl, you know, your hair always done, always in the latest clothes, she's the first one to stop and say, fuck you say? And I knew at that point, there's going to be a fight. <laughs> and, uh, and then the girl was like, when am I talking to you? And she was like, bitch, don't leave the building. That's all she said, bitch, don't leave the building. So, uh, so it went around like wildfire. There was going to be a fight. And uh, so we had all talked at lunch. And uh, Lisa was like, hey. Everybody grab somebody and cover every door in this building. Funnel them motherfuckers out the front. And uh, so, of course, they tried to get out of every door, and, and there was at least two of us at every door. And uh, not just black kids, it was just kids was at every door. And like, ah, 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 nope, nope. Front door, you know, and uh, so they tried it. They tried another door. I nope, nope, motherfucking front door, and uh, so they had to come out the front. Old girl came out the front door, and it was half school out there, and Lisa in the middle. <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, so what was that shit you was talking?" And she was like, "You know what, bitch? You know you're not, you know you're not big and bad, you know whatever," and uh. And she tried to rush Lisa. Risha's, Lisa sidestepped the blip. <laughs> he called at me. I ain't never seen nobody get hit like that. And then, and then they really got to scrapping. And then uh, Catfight, baby. Catfight. Oh man. But but Lisa was hooking though. She was yeah. really throwing so, so they're not just straight, you know, hair pulling claw. Yeah, she wait. Was actually, she yeah, was like so the other girls, she was throwing there. windmills and trying to claw. <laughs> uh-huh. And Lisa was like really hooking. <laughs> so, at some point, the, uh, the girl, she was windmilling or whatever. She caught Lisa in the face. And Lisa was like, oh, bitch, you did it not. And she grabbed the old girl by the hair. Not just grabbed her hair. Grabbed it. Did the twist up in her uh, hand. Uh, and it's just like, like the hockey thing where you get a oh, of the guys. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just twist it up in her hand. Off of. 
and one motion. She went down to the ground, and the hair didn't. <laughs> I was oh. like, and it wasn't no weave. Oh no, she she ripped she ripped a nice chunk of long blonde hair out of her head. I was like, oh, little god, damn. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it was yeah that was that was rough. So so uh, shout out there to uh, Lisa if you out there listening, you whooped that girl's ass. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, here we go, party politics. So you remember growing up. And you were having a disagreement, and it led to a fight. Um, but the question is, so what happened that shooting became the first option? Um, I'm, I'm fairly sure that probably, uh, like, like you two, like. Uh, Connor and Brian are are probably around the same age. And I'm fairly sure with your generation ended the fist fight. The honorable fist fight. Yeah, yeah, the honorable fist fight. And but but you know what happened that you know that people are I don't know if they're afraid to fight or just afraid to be embarrassed or or you know what are what are your thoughts on why it had gone from, you know, a fair fight to, you know, somebody's going to die, you know, at the end of this. Um, uh, I started with Jordan, so I'm going to start on the other side of the table. And uh, with, the, with the one person at the table who hasn't been in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I will say, I don't know that it's always the, you know, option number one. Um, I, I mean, I think everyone handles things in a, in a different way. Um, but you know what? Actually, as you were saying that, and I hadn't thought about this before, but as you were saying that, something that popped in my head was what else has changed since, you know, the good old days. And one of the things is, uh, you know, having losers. And we've talked about that before. We don't have losers anymore in society, right? Everybody's got to be a winner. Everybody's but when you're a in a fight... Yeah, everybody gets a participation a trophy, yeah. When you're in a fight, there's not a participation trophy. <laughs> there is a loser and there's a winner. Yeah, yeah, very true, and, very true. You know, and I don't know that that's the case, right? And I don't know that there'd ever be any way to really prove it or really figure that out. But it is interesting, I think, that um, without ever being slowly... Condition or not conditioned, but slowly, you know, um, experiencing loss. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, small losses here and there, kind of thing through life. That hey, you know, there's going to be tough times that happen where things don't go well. That you know, even uh, so, a loss like being bullied, maybe I don't, know, I don't want to throw being bullied in there, but like a loss like compared to a fight, like that'd be pretty big deal if you never had to deal with a loss of something before. Or not being number one, and so you want to get revenge. It comes to this revenge thing because you, you know, this other person or these people made me experience this thing that I really can't figure out how else to handle. So I'm going to come back and I'm going to win and I'm going to win big. Mm. That's terrifying. Yeah, that is a little because you've more or less backed someone into a corner. Uh, Spike can be a very heavy motivational force. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's. 
I mean, that's kind of my thought on that is just people don't like to lose and they don't know how to lose. Yeah, maybe, yeah, don't know how, maybe. What do you think, Chris? So you were talking about how to quantify it and those kinds of things, and I've been searching madly for this book I read that was about education. And they actually did do a deep statistical dive into uh, this whole kind of phenomenon. And what, and there's actually a, a female author who wrote it, and her uh, thesis of it was, uh, if you think back to the teachers you have, particularly now, you can go from preschool, well, a lot of times all the way up to high school, I know this is true for me, without ever having a male teacher. True. And so her theory was it's women raising boys the way they want boys to be instead of the way that boys really are. So at the first sign of any kind of trouble or a potential fight to get everybody together and put them in opposite corners and talk it out and do all this garbage, is that just let them kick ass for a little bit and wrestle around at recess and see who's going to win, you know? And so I have had this theory forever, and talk about no statistical data to back this up. This is just my stupid theory. But I've always believed that women are very good at thinking their way about the world. Uh, for good and bad. It can be manipulative a lot of times and some of it's not. Guys are so physical and experience, especially young, experience the world so physically. And I always use this example. I'm like, you tell a little girl that the soap's hot, she's like, oh, fuck that. That's hot. You know, I get what hot is. The guy's like, really hot? You know? Right, 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 right. right. Like, yeah, it's hot. So right. I think that's, it's a fundamental way that you approach the world uh, as a young person. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Especially now. When more and more uh, boys are literally just being surrounded by women all the time, uh, that has a lot to do with it. It was one of the true theses about in the book that really rang true to me. Hmm. Wow. What do you think, Dave? I, I think I kind of relate to that. I think, you know, I think it's a lack of, of proper men role models yes. in the yeah. world. We've gotten to the point you start looking at that. And just not a black thing or a Latino thing or a white thing. I mean, there's not a lot of fathers in the homes anymore. And I, I think the role models that they see are sometimes, and, you know, all the kids listen to the rap now and the different things, and they get into gangster rap, and they're hearing about the talk in the gangster rap where I'm going to cap your ass or how they treat a woman and different things like that. I mean, there's good rap and bad rap. And, I, you know, I know Mario's into that too so don't get me wrong here yeah, yeah, yeah. but but the, you got you got to categorize it and you, same thing you can go even heavy metal which is it's just sometimes so violent that they end up with this violent culture and then you go to the games that they play which is a violent culture and i don't think they disconnect from that you know i used to watch my guys when i had a job site radio on and they want to listen to the rock, which is, you know, heavy metal here in town. And so during the day, I might be listening to some country or just some classic rock during the day as we work at the job site. And I put that, we put on the rock, the whole mentality of all my young guys changed. They, they got more loud. They got more physical. They, they started talking more crap. And it's just, I think that that atmosphere really affects young people that they don't have those models and the influences of all the media and everything going on, plus social media. So, you know, people talk shit on social media. They set you up on social media for your fight, you know? And I think 
there's a lot, it's a cultural thing here that we've run into that has pervaded and said, okay, this, this is how we deal with things. Do talk shit on me, I'm gonna go cap his ass. You know, I think that's a real, real, real problem. Um, it's just their influences are bad. They don't have the good influences to say, hey, you need to learn when to walk away. Uh, and, and, they, and they don't square up and fight anymore like we used to. You know, I, I, I was moved to a new town when I was 12 years old. So you, you end, you're 12 years old in your new school, you're going to fight a whole bunch of the kids in school. They're yeah. going gonna to test you out until you deck one of them really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... You it, moved to it, a new school. Yeah, I mean, it really is how men figure out their place in the pack. I mean, you know, there's there's always an alpha dog. There's the, you know, two or three dogs that are right beneath the alpha, and then there's the rest of the pack, and it's just really figuring out where you fall in the pack. And But now, you know, that order is determined by, you know, who's the guy who's willing to kill somebody, you know, versus who's the guy who can physically handle himself. And... Uh, and, and 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 you know, I really. It makes me think of Friday. Yeah, no, for well, real. A gun Friday. makes a little guy a badass. Yeah, you know, he got no, he got Napoleon complex anyway. So you know, I'm a little guy, and if I can't kick your ass, I'll shoot your ass. Kind of B- building off of of everything that's already been stated. What with now in America, there being a a, a uh, society amongst the the young generation of of. Uh, you know, kids not experiencing loss, you know, everyone getting a participation trophy type kind of thing. And you compound that with not having, you know, fathers so much prevalent in the home, not being able to, or at least just a, a strong father figure, being able to direct a young boy with his aggression, with his, with his you know, flood of, of damn hormones, uh, you know, being able to, 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 to teach him about problem solving and, and about uh, how to go about, you know, one, taking an ass whooping and, and being able to con- hold your self-respect after that. Um, you compound that with, in this millennial generation, the prevalence of social media and technology that, you know, say if you get in a scrap with somebody and you get, you get your, you know, shit pushed in, so to speak, and it's on video and that goes up on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, the world can see it. The amount of shame that that can bring on someone that is, you know, either A, never been in a fight before, or B, never really, you know, felt that kind of shame or loss can definitely create the conditions, you know, for someone to say, you know, fuck this, I'm going to get this guy back. And at that point, I believe it's, it's, once someone has the motivation, it's a matter of placement and access in the sense of, you know, if that kid lives in a home where, you know, guns aren't very well secured, then that, that in in itself is, is, is the tinderbox. And I was actually talking about this topics with my, uh, current roommate, uh, Simeon, uh, earlier, and uh, he, he brought up that um, a lot of these guys that, that carried out these school shootings, like this one most recently in Florida, where you know, I think it's 18, 19 kids are killed, yeah. you know, going all the way back to, say, Columbine, that the, the, the vast majority of, of these kids um, had easy placement and access to firearms that were not theirs. And I feel like a, a lot of this does, in the end, also stem into a uh, lack of, of responsibility and lack of control of one's belongings in regards to the, the, the gun culture. So, yeah. so the consequences of a loss are much higher right. now right. than I think they've yeah. ever been. Right. right. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, absolutely. You take a kid that doesn't know how to doesn't know how to handle you know getting his ass beat. Yeah. And doesn't know how to handle you know being heavily made fun of or 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 just just how to deal with 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 um, adversity. Yeah, yeah. And you, you throw the access to a firearm in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Joy? Yeah, no, um, he's absolutely right. That's kind of what I was gonna weigh in on is it's that camera phone, man, and that camera phone and that pride. You know, yeah, man, it, it world. Yeah, man, dude, 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 world star, <laughs> boy, you, you, you don't never want nobody to be like, world star, yeah, or your ass is. Ten years later from that, man, dude, you know, it's, it's serious. So, um, piggybacking off that, I mean, technology is definitely one. I'm gonna man say, uh, it's there's no men around anymore, man. Like, it's just, you know, now, dude, you're looking at. You're looking for guidance in the wrong places, you know, and a lot of those people that have the ability to, like you say, set something up or, you know, antagonize something, those guys are oftentimes deep down inside, they're afraid to fight themselves, you know, so they'll put the battery in the kid's back and, hey, man, you need to go shoot him. You're going to let him talk to you like that. Exactly, exactly. Um, So a, a lot of that is just manipulation, man. Um, and just good old pride. Like if if you get knocked out here in this day and age, you can't go to school the next morning. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just that shame and that um, that anguish, man. So I I think that it's definitely the social media wave. It's definitely um, some pride. It's definitely men being not being around. Um, it's it's tough, man. Like kid, it's, and I think the older you get. The um, the harder it is to take, you know, uh, uh, a real loss, man. Or, um, you know, you get beat up in middle school, elementary is like, right, whatever, man. You know, all right, whatever. High school is, you know, you start losing girls, and your names is in the mud, and it's just, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, because it's definitely not the way it used to be. Like, you know, I mean, look, you should, you should, if you if you got your ass whooped back in the day. It was, you know, a few people saw it. A few people saw it was a fair fade, man. And and it and it and it might have gotten around, but only a few people saw it. Right. You know, because for me, it's several it's several things. I think most of the issues I've actually been touched on, but I think one of the things that never got touched on or didn't get touched on too deeply was I really think it started. It started with our generation and video games. You know, you have a kind of the desensitization of two, two and now three generations that, uh, you know, you're playing first-person shooter games. So you don't, like it, there's a real disconnect between killing somebody and killing somebody in a video game. Absolutely. So, you know, and in order to win in the video game, you got to kill as many people as you can you can kill. And with in real life, you couple that with, you know, everybody gets a participation trophy, so nobody knows how to just lose you know and then you you couple that with um you know less male role models in the home 
and then you couple that with, um, you know, the, you know, generation brought up on social media and they really don't have people skills, period. Like they don't know how to just talk to people. Like most dudes, most young dudes really don't know how to just walk up on their own merit and say hello to a girl. Like they really, you know, like you say, with with social media and and all of the you know apps and stuff like that, you know, you can you know you can swipe left to swipe right and <clears throat> you know and 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 if oh this girl liked you too, okay, cool, fine, then y'all hook up. Whereas you know all of us, we had to muster the courage to walk across the bar and say, hey, I think you're pretty. And try to spark a conversation out of thin air, and very possibly get rejected, mm-hmm. and then still have uh, self-respect mm-hmm. and go back to to Good your to you your boys yeah. as over there who's probably laughing at you because mm-hmm. you because you because you just got shot down, but these they don't have any of these coping mechanisms, and you know, and and it it really does. Um, it's just damn Bumble and Tinder and shit, man. Yeah, I mean, it, well, let me talk. Let me tell you something. That I, I did on Saturday. I went down uh, and judged uh, what's called KC May down at the home show, and so we had a bunch of uh, high school students uh, from several different places. Uh, Bonner Springs has a great uh, Votech uh, industrial arts program, so it's Lee Summit. And so these young people had built. Uh, they built bed frames, they built tables with live edges, you know, where they just take a big slab of wood. Right. And uh, they, they did, uh, one guy did a bench with a coat hanger on top. He took railroad spikes and bent them, and those were your coat hangers. And so he had welding and carpentry involved with it. Right. Another kid built a welding table. The thing was just gorgeous. And we had a luncheon afterwards with them. And one thing we complimented them on is that they make eye contact with us. And they talked to us, and we told them how important it is right. to be able to, especially if you're going to be in a trade or you're going to build something, you got to be able to sell your product if you're going to build something. And so we talked to them a lot about these things, and we complimented them on the fact that, hey, you know, you were engaging us, and we, we liked how you engaged us. This is what you need to do. And these were sophomores and juniors and seniors, you know, so they're in high school. And... It is. It, it, it amazes me that we had to do that, you know that that these kids were above the grade, and we told them they were above the grade. You know, you have a good chance, son, because you know you've done something special here. You really created a cool product, and you engaged us on us and talked to us about it. And it is such a skill that I see lacking in young people all the time now. You know. Um, it's, it's really rather frightening. I, I went down to my cigar shop yesterday, and I'm driving downtown Lee Summit, and I'm watching seven people on the sidewalk walking along. Every single one of them was buried in their phone. And they were all 30, 35, 25 years old. Every single one of them had their phone in front of them and were buried in it walking along. Yeah. Where is if we were all walking down the sidewalk together, we're gonna to be shooting the shit with each other, having fun. Yeah, you know that's that's the difference between our group and 
except for O'Connor's over here on his phone right now. <laughs> yeah, but he's I mean, researching. No, I mean, I, I live on my phone. Anybody who's ever hung out with me for two minutes knows I'm on my phone constantly. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I don't think people are less social. I think they're social in different ways, ways that we weren't as a kid. But to be fair, we didn't have this as a kid. I would have been all over a phone as a kid. You know, it would have uh, been great. Yeah, and yeah, had I had, 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 had it. Yeah. Just, too. just for statistical purposes here, because I do like that as well, as a guess, how many school shootings do you think there have been since 1990? Say it again. How many school shootings since 1990? So we're Six. talking almost 30 years now. Oh, man. How many? 22. 22? Over the past five years, there have been 27 kids killed at schools. Uh, 17 of those came in the park one thing. So on average, uh, let's see, it says on average... Ten kids per year, roughly, are killed in school shootings, whereas 100 school kids are killed by not wearing bike helmets, which is interesting. Um, and then, finally, the worst year for school shootings, 1997 to 98, under mm -hmm. Bill Clinton when he freaked out and tried to get a White House commission and all this. I, my point only being, we always want to think that the world's getting worse and that you know kids are becoming dumber and stupider and more violent and all these other things. It doesn't bear out statistically, for no. one. And kids are just different. They're always different generationally. That's the way the world's supposed to work. Uh, I can guarantee you in 20 years, there'll be kids sitting right here going, man, what the fuck happened to the good days when people used to just fight? You know, I mean, <laughs> all, all we hear about are, are the school shootings. We're not hearing about the kids whooping each other's ass at recess or at, at the McDonald's, which is where we used to fight, too. Was that the McDonald's? <laughs> the well, but my, you, you, nobody talks about that stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. a CNN story. It's a CNN story when a kid shoots 17 people at a school in Florida. What, one of my observations is, is that the generation I was talking to this weekend and some of the other kids I've been engaging in, and then, of course, I got my program where we're on the 29th where we have the inmates that have been in training. We're going down to hire some on the 29th mm -hmm. that uh, doing the six weeks of training that are coming out of there. Uh, they're doing very well, by the way, and we even have some women involved with it, so it's, it's nice. good. They have come through the recession. They didn't have everything handed to them. You go back to the kids in the 90s where they had everything handed to them. Everything was good. Everything was rolling. Was, yeah, yeah. You know, and we were a lot of kids that we came out of the 70s, and it was kind of tough. We had to work. Okay. We had to do different things. Now, And the know, recession in the 80s wasn't an issue for kids, and the recession that happened in the latter part of the 90s was an issue for kids. So, I mean, there's been a hell of a lot of recessions. But they, they, tend, they tend to realize they have, they live a little different life because their parents don't have the means to be able to give them everything. So things have changed a little bit and how their perception of the world is, hey, I may not be able to go to college because I can't afford it. So they're thinking about doing something different. It's just a different... Now? For, for, yeah. The, the they, young, they give the, the high school kids. Money like it's on the back of a Coke can. I mean, any kid under the sun can go to college, and they think it's free because they're just taking mm -hmm. out loans. So, uh, no, any kid on earth can but, go to but school. But my, my point being is these kids are talking about that. And they're saying, I don't know that I want to go to school because I don't want to necessarily incur debt. I heard that comment over and over again Saturday. Well, that's different than saying they had such a hard scrabble life that they can't go well, to college because it's too expensive. They that's have a the different mindset way. because they are seeing what has happened to their older siblings. And they're going, I don't know that I want to go this direction. It may not be the best place for me to go to. 
I'm saying trends would not would not back that up. If you look at the number of oh, kids I think, I think massive it's a debt. smaller number. I agree with you. Most kids are still going to go to college, but I'm seeing a I'm seeing a group of young people because I work with a lot of young people on sure. this, and I'm seeing a change in attitude in a smaller group that I I have hope. That will get larger because there's so many jobs in construction to be had. I think had. you have a a real uh, shift in employment where, for the first time in a long time, you don't actually have to go to school. And it might be in certain fields, it's a detriment to go to school. Coding being a great example of that. And the technological revolution, you don't need to sit in a classroom all day to learn how to code. You need 25 bucks a month on Lynda.com and just sit at, sit at your house on your laptop and figure the shit out. Go make something and then go to an employer and go, "This is what I just made." It's a, it's a bit of a different shift, you yeah. know, and I think the kid who goes to school for the liberal arts English major probably is going to find themselves aced out, but so was the kid <laughs> they who might was be out framing blocks of ice forever in 1900. They might be out framing houses for me. Like, yeah, you maybe know. so. That's great. I mean, people should <laughs> learn skills, and I'm not... I'm one of the first kids not degree. to take on debt. I think that's a huge thing. <laughs> it limits it limits your choices. Debt always it. does. But yeah. this isn't new. I get college graduates that don't have a job and they come out and work for me. I, I get it. My my only thing I just caution everybody against in the world, and no offense say, but when somebody throws up the rap, I, I'm kind of thinking that's that's a generational thing right there. That's not the rap. You know, kids listen to rap music or they listen. Johnny Cash used to sing about shooting that dead bitch down, and that didn't spark waves of violence. Or you know, shit out of his pops, yeah. Right, I mean, like, that, that was a cocaine song, and it was a damn good song. It was a great song, but it didn't start mass school shootings all over the place. We had a school shooting in Wichita right outside of it when I was uh, in the mid-'80s when I was in grade school. This shit's not new. These kids didn't invent school shootings. And I agree with you, responsibility and access to guns is becoming a larger issue. That's just because people chose finally to point a light at it. You know, you know what, maybe we should probably lock up guns and get rid of the dumb ones. You know, great. There's no there's no rationale on earth for being able to walk into a school and shoot 17 people, uh, you know, on the spot. That's just dumb. That's irresponsibility all the way around. Well, and, and the fact that they missed you, too. Lastly, the only other thing is, for, for generations, and I, you can go back to Tipper Gore if you want to, that dumbass. Yeah. He used to always claim that violence in music, violence in, in TV, violent video games... That spurs all these kids to be more violent. There's not been a single shred of evidence that has ever backed that up, ever. And just near and dear to my heart, and yours, is yeah. the entertainment industry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I hear this argument all the time, and none of it's true. What they do find is people who are more prone to already be violent find triggers that make them more violent. But video games in and of themselves aren't the root cause. No, 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 no. They no, no. no, what you're saying. But, but they, it does create a certain amount of aggression in certain individuals. Well, are you for gun rights or against gun rights? Am I for gun rights? Because or? I hear the same argument for people who are very pro-gun, and they go, well, it's not the gun. I mean, the guy could have just gone in there with a knife, too. Uh, My but, point being, a violent person is still going to find yeah. a way to violence. You know, I agree. Now, you now know killing what, 17 I, people is a little now, you know, though, you know, It was actually funny, though. I just uh, was looking at the uh, Chris Rock special on... Uh, on uh, Netflix. The new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one, of the, one of the jokes he said is, you know, he was you know, talking about school shootings and, and all that, and he was saying, yeah, you just don't hear about, you know, 100 people getting, getting killed by a knife. By knife, right. He says, he says, as a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you something. He said, if 100 people get killed by one lone knifeman, uh, 
99 of them motherfuckers deserve to die. Right. <laughs> he said, because you're like, oh, shit, he stabbed somebody. Oh, shit, he stabbed somebody else. Damn, he stabbed a dude next to me. Oh, damn, I just got stabbed. Yeah, you should probably right. you should probably get to running if somebody's uh, wielding, wielding a knife like that. He says, but with the access to uh, guns with large capacity, that that brings something completely different. You know what I mean? I... I didn't necessarily intend this to be a school shooting thing, but I definitely think it's kind of a part of the uh, of this of what we're talking about, and that you know I'm definitely not one of these people that's like oh take all the guns away, but but um, I don't understand why it is necessary. You know what? Let's let's take school shootings out of it. Let's just say hunting. Uh, why do you need a semi-automatic to go hunting? I just don't understand. Uh, because pe- I can. People people did it for hundreds of years with a rifle, with a rifle. No, no, no. They did it for hundreds of years with the best technology that was available to them at the time. The, the, you know, that's the deal. The, 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 hey, the, true, the, true. The spirit of the Second Amendment was based around being able to, that every individual could utilize and own military-grade weaponry, that which was being consistently used by the leading edge of the military at the time, in the case, uh, based on our you know, revolutionary history as a country, being able to depose a, a tyrannical government in a coup. You know, people like to joke around, oh, you think a bunch of guys with the, you know AR-15s are going to be able to stand up against the, the most advanced military on earth? I think so, yeah, because for 20 years we've been running around the sandbox of Iraq and Afghanistan and they've been giving us hell. That's nope. a fair point. Oh, I, I got to say, this is... Hey, look, you anytime... Were, if you remember the Revolution War, that was British officers and soldiers quartering themselves in the homes of Americans. And, and the point was to be able to defend yourself. Not, no, no quartering of troops? In yeah, the, yeah, I mean, that's specifically... A, that's not really a problem. I don't see a bunch of Chinese dudes coming to invade my house anytime soon. <laughs> They're not going to want to hang out well, on the fairway, you know, in 46 or 7 by any stretch. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just the larger one. The most violent time in American history is the Wild West. More people killed per capita back then. You know, the good old days aren't always the good old days. There's always been shitbags out there. There will continue to be. And weapons are a trigger for people who are already nuts. And I agree with you. I'd like to minimize the damage. Right, you right, know, right, right, right. Guns, crazy no. guns that kill mass amounts of people shouldn't be allowed. No, can we go back to this? It doesn't cure violence. This college thing, man. Because yeah. I just, I'm having a hard time with college these days, man. And I'm a college graduate. I have a degree and so on. It's just... I think it's a racket, man. It's a racket. It's a money-making racket. I think it's a racket. And then the government started backing the loans, and then so the colleges started, universities started jacking up what their tuitions are because they know they got the loan back. And then the loans are going to get approved. You know, think about that. But on another thing, I want to say, you know, I'm NRA. I'm a member of a gun club, and, you know, I, I go out and do some 300 500-yard shooting. I got a couple of long guns, and I, and I have shot AR-15-style model guns at the long range, and they are, can be very accurate. They're, they're generally guns that are built by individuals, not bought by individuals. They buy the parts and they build the gun. These guys are serious about, you know, going out there and shooting, and we have good camaraderie and do that. That being said, there are a couple things, and it's with the several NRA members I know, we have some momentum on this with what we think, is that I, I don't think 
I think a 21H limit is not a bad idea. No, no. The part of the problem is, is that you give a kid at 18 a gun and you tell him to go to war. All right, so there's a little bit of a problem with that. But if you go with your guardian and he wants to buy you a gun, then, you know, I don't have a problem with that. Because um, he's generally going to be taught how to shoot that gun properly and how to use it properly, how to keep it safe, how to keep it locked up, how to put a, a lock on the trigger so that nobody can shoot the gun if, you know, your child will get a hold of it and do proper <coughs> training with it. All right. The other thing is, too, is, is, is the background check. And there's been some resistance to this, but we've always been amazed. They're in a total national database. With NSA can, knows everything we do and talk about, you know. And you can't get together a national database? I'm saying, really? I don't think they're allowed to, or they yeah. won't fund it. It's illegal to actually. The NRA has Im imposed this whole system that makes it illegal to right. do research. So the NRA can have it both ways, where they can they talk can have about, it both ways. And I don't about, agree with everything. They talk about, about rules that they know won't make any difference to their platform at all, because most of them are illegal and are struck down at a state level anyway. So it, it's just like trying well, to pretend there, you're there a nice guy when you're stabbing somebody in the back. Yeah, I mean honestly, well, like, we're not, like, we're not, like, we're not we, out there to fix the problem. We don't allow a fully automatic gun, and we don't allow bump you know stocks as well as I do, at our range. Well, well, you know, my my biggest issue, you know, like I say, I. I really do want to get off uh, get off the, the gun topic only because uh, that's really a, a full podcast that's topic. But, uh, I am not caring right now, but but uh, don't let smooth taste fool you. Yeah. Uh, I thought that's where you were going with the question. So I, uh, I apologize. No, 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 no. It's it's, it's okay. It's okay um, because I I do think it does tie into this topic, but. Uh, Like I say, I don't have a, 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 a I don't have an issue with any particular firearm in existence, um, but maybe they should be kept at the range. You know, like I don't know why some regular uh, civilian needs to have an AR-15 at home. I just don't know why. I don't know why you need uh, you know thirty round clip at home. I don't I, I don't know why some of these things are needed. In your house now, to go and shoot them, to go and you know have fun at the range or whatever. That's one thing. I, I really, I'm, I'm kind of all for it. I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, actually, I would go uh, to a gun range. I would, I would shoot. I haven't, but I would. I don't, I don't really don't. I don't really don't have problems with guns. Um, my real issue, or the real kind of issue of this. Uh, topic was really about the fact that we've moved away from a culture that you can have a fair fight. You know, I, I remember at one point, uh, I don't know, I was in my 20s, I was out in Seattle, and um, a friend of ours, uh, he had got into it with some guys and he was running from him, well, literally that car chase from him. And, uh, and he came to uh, a house party that was being thrown. And uh, we were all there. And uh, he drove up, and, uh, and somebody ran in, hey, hey, some guys out there you know, chasing Bloaty. And uh, we were like, oh, shit. So we ran out there. And, uh, and you know, these dudes was off in a jump on him. And we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, just... You know, who who does he have the actual problem with? You know, and 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 
you know, we made a perimeter and we let them two fight it out, you know, and uh, and uh, and Bloaty was our boy and Bloaty got got straight knocked the fuck out, you know, on the curb, knocked the fuck out. And uh, and when it was done, we were like, are we done? Are we are we cool? And they were like, yeah, I'm 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 good. I'm good. You know, and and they got in their cars and they left and we picked bloated ass up off the ground and took him in the house and uh and, and got him a drink and hey hey look at girl look at the bloated and you know we 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 took care of him and 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 those are the days that I miss you know not look young people are going to get into fights I know that that's never going to stop I just wish that young people got into fights and then when the fight was over, the fight was over. Hell, I go home at 10 o'clock now. Because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? And kind of bring a lot of the common themes back together, which is like we talked about video games, which I think I play video games. I don't, there's no evidence at all that suggests it. But uh, like you talk about video games, you talk about some of the entertainment, like with, uh, you know, not necessarily rap specifically, but right, there's a lot of uh, violence and music and things like that. You mentioned video games as well. And, and the parents, the lack of uh, men giving guidance is, well, that, that's the word I think is guidance. Right. And it's that guidance, like helping your friend out, saying, you know what, this is what's gonna happen, you're gonna go do this, and we're gonna make sure no one gets seriously injured, right? There's a kind of a guidance and overseeing. And when that guidance is missing, then I think entertainment industry becomes that guidance, right? If it's mm. missing entirely, that's when it can start causing kind of Because I'm, I, I, I don't think anything about the video games. Like I don't think it has any effect. But I will give it. I will give that one. As I will say, if there's nothing else in place that can cause some decisions that would not have been there otherwise. That, that's kind of my thought on it. Okay. Hey. Right. Good discussion. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think we've get, given you out there in podcast land quite a bit to chew on. Uh, I'm sure there's actually still quite a bit we could be chewing on. But um, I'm going to uh, end this segment. And uh, with that, we'll be right back. Hey, you having a good time? Let me introduce you to a couple of my media brothers. First, www.americathemixtape.com a cipher on American politics, society, and culture. And where'd I get that mixtape? Of course, www.cornerbodega.us, purveyors of urban culture. Come on, let's get back to the party. All right, and we are back. And before we get out of here, let's talk about today's sugar, honey, iced tea. And for those that don't know, that these are things that I or a member of the group have found that are really cool, a.k.a. the shit. And today's sugar, honey, iced tea, uh, you, as you may have guessed, is fist fights. Um, I'm not going to get into uh, an over-elaboration on why fistfights are good, because I'm sure people out there are going to say fistfights aren't good. But what I will say is uh, fistfights are good because you can always come back. You can always fight another day. So 
with that, I'm going to end this podcast in a way I end all podcasts. And that is with the toast that started it all for me. And that is to good times with good people.